And we are back with an Adventures in Middle-Earth actual play, using Fantasy Grounds. You can find session summaries, items and characters on World Anvil, where our campaign is called In the Shadow of the Mountains. You'll find links to that and our other forms of media for our sessions, as well as an index of this episode in the description. This episode will have some jump cuts to speed up the session. Previously, continuing their escort of Irame, the companions found themselves once again at the place where they had fought the Night White. During the night, a foul shadow descended upon the camp, forcing everyone into a vivid shared dream. This vision took the companions on a journey of despair, with first the fall of a town to treachery, and finally to enslavement of the survivors, where they rotted in cells under the hill of sorcery. Eventually, the combined will of Irame and the party vanquished the Shade's hellish nightmare. The Fellowship awoke as the White fled before the break of dawn and the arrival of the Sons of Elrond. The Companions have succeeded in delivering Irame. Uh, so Stuart is not able to make it. Um, so we will... If you remember where you ended the last session... Um, I don't. You basically just re-emerged into the real world from the dream world after what seemed like months there, but it essentially just been a, an overnight situation. And there's music down a bit. You got a lot of praise from um, Elra here, El Eladan. Yeah, the, the the elves. I can't exactly remember the names, but they were very very thankful. And she handed over safely, and they started their journey west. And you basically pleased with yourselves. Ended up with some dark thoughts, especially for Sigma, who suffered badly in the dream world. Um, but you're now ready to go into. Um, a fellowship phase and kind of relax and dwell on your experience. So what I was going to suggest is spend about 20 minutes leveling you guys up or you guys can level up. Uh, I won't do that yet for Stuart. I'll let him do that. And then afterwards we can uh, go into the fellowship phase. Just tell me what you want to do before progressing. So I think we all gained some corruption and or shadow, didn't we, last time? Yeah, I think um, you all gained two and I think Neil gained six. So I need to go up from six to eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was five, so it was seven. You lost two plus five. Ooh, that's a lot. You won nine and nil. I'll, I'll whack. Guy's worse one. than me. I've been so searching the dark. Side. You can you can <laughs> um, heal some shadow points by soothing your soul during a fellowship phase if you want. So bounce of madness. When a player hero who is miserable rolls equal to or less than the difference between their shadow point total and their wisdom while making ability check, they experience a bounce of madness. So when I think when you become mad, you can degenerate. So every time a player, so if you read read on page 184, degeneration in addition to resetting their shadow points, every time a player hero suffers a bounce of madness, they develop a new shadow weakness flaw. So the more the more of those, the, work, the more flaws you pick up. Um, and then there are degenerative consequences of that as well. Just, uh, his sense. despair says, I feel no kinship towards my company. They will lose me soon enough. But I think we've probably been through enough now that he wouldn't be feeling that anymore. That's what I'm nah, thinking. Buddies now. I'm thinking it might be more like, um, I know that those who stand beside me are only fated to die beside me. It's, that's, 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 that's slightly better. That's perked that's, up, isn't it? That's, a, that's, that's, Mike, that's Mike Pence levels. That is that's buoyant. <laughs> we were given a little submission by the elf lady, weren't we? She said, "Go and tell Radagast about 
the creature or about the betrayer. The betrayal. She said, go and tell Radagast something, didn't she? Yeah, she tells the company that she will continue to want to Riverdale and urges them to bring word to the wizard Radagast of their experiences. Okay, um, well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely weave that into what I do then. So just clarifying, who's opening the sanctuary? Who's healing corruption? Doing some training, maybe? Hathis will try and open the sanctuary at Rosgabel. Monan will travel right. with Hathis to Rosgabel, uh, and also his mindset will change, so his despair will slightly improve too. I know that those who stand beside me are only fated to die beside me, rather than that other more miserable one, like, doesn't have any affinity to his, the people with him. Yeah. So Hathis will open, try and open the sanctuary at Rosgabel. Monan will change his despair. Sigma will try and lose some shadow points, presumably at Woodman Town, because then he's got advantage on the roll and it makes more, he feels more comfortable and rested there and safer. That makes more sense. You'll basically travel together, past yeah, the old down the edge of Mirkwood and then in, in, across to the river. And then you two and potentially Amalfrida are then heading even further south to... Okay. Yeah, just... Okay, so your conversation with... How do you want to handle that? My memory of events is fairly sketchy. I just know that Iremay or whatever name has told us to go and tell Radagast what's happened. And I guess that's about the orc bands actively pursuing her and then the dream battle with sort of servants of the deceiver or whatever it was. I think that was what she wanted us to to pass on, wasn't it? Yeah, almost like a message from the past, wasn't it? So like... Yeah, we definitely re- relay what we saw about the betrayal. Yeah, so, I mean, Radagast, I mean, he's very intense. He's a bit twitchy, but really intense. And he listens very, very carefully, asks lots of questions, like real strange detail questions. You can't kind of work out even where his mind is going with the answers. So lots of stuff about the inn, which he thinks is really strange and didn't think was that important. He asks, he asks all manner of things. You're probably interrogated for three or four hours with very little break um apart from some, like i think it might take a little bit of offense to being interrogated by someone with bird shit on their head <laughs> uh let me find an image of i don't think radagast has, radagast has quite as much bird shit on his head in this, in this. <laughs> uh, they did make him a complete comedy idiot in the i mean hobbit yeah, didn't they uh, yeah there he is, in all his glory. At least he doesn't look quite as comedic, although he does have a bird on his head still and stuff growing out of his hat. But uh, besides that, <laughs> that's that's that. So it means brown hay or hedge, and it refers to the mm-hmm. thorny barrier around the village. It's got almost, for you, Hatters, as a woodman, almost like sanctuary properties anyway. It, it's yeah. a kind of, it feels extremely peaceful. The, there's very little noise other than kind of like happy birds tweeting type noise and cows mooing and things like that. It's a, it's a really, really peaceful place but opening it up as a sanctuary would just be amazing it, just, it, it will probably be the best sanctuary you'll have as a wood i'll do for me okay um so you, that, that's I'm, my main fellowship activity will be trying to open up roscobel as a sanctuary then right so it is now the next year 2948 you arranged uh to meet again on that date you've achieved everything you wanted to do from that over the winter months Hathus and Monan, you had a few more meetings with Radagast. He took the, he really didn't like it, but he took the iron brooch and studied it hard. 
he informed you that he'd met up with um, one of his, he disappeared for a week or so, met up with one of his um, peers, interrogated him for a long time and then disappeared with the, the brooch to investigate it further. And the brooch is gone, but it's still gone by the time you come back. But he does inform you that it's, from what he found out from his peer, it is a very powerful controlling item. It has the ability to control minds at long distance um, and break break people's will. So he asked you a lot about who was wearing it, where they were wearing it, what they were doing. And, and as you kind of spill the tale of uh, the bandits, pretty much unprecedented size of a bandit gang. Normally there are probably less than 15 people um, and unprecedented organization. It was almost militaristic organization that they had. That is very, very unusual, and that, that worried him a lot. Uh, but he did thank you, obviously, for driving him off and disrupting that ban. But he basically asked you to keep an eye out, and he, he's got a lot of other spies around Wildland to keep an eye out for any other untoward stuff that's going on like that. Uh-huh. No problem. Right, let me... Some rumours. I need to hit the rumour table. Rumours abroad. Here we go. Okay, so that's what you discover. While you're at Roscobel. Oh. Do the other have the others seen this? They have, I'm sorry, I'm assuming you were saying No, no, I'm perfectly happy with that. It saves me having to read it out and whatever. I'm not going to keep it secret, so it's fine. Okay, yeah, so that that's what you discover. They're trying to sh- shack up with King Ward. Looks like it. I guess he's highly eligible. There you go. There we go. I wonder what that means. Means there's gonna be a wedding. Oh, Cool. Okay. So we've turned Rosgabel into a sanctuary, have we? You or have. Um, and you. So, Neil, do you want to make that corruption check? You're in a sanctuary, so you can do it at advantage. Yeah. Uh, you didn't get any. You're in a very, very low position. God, you've been wasting your time. Feeling. Yeah, so Sigma spends the winter fretting, worrying, chewing his lip doesn't really get out of the fuck he was in. It's just this guilt racking him for succumbing to temptation in the in the dream world. And um, he doesn't manage to pull himself out of that. And when you all meet him again, after meeting up with the uh, the folk in Rosgabel, he's in a, still in a bad position. So uh, come the 23rd of Reth, which is where <laughs> you're now at, up to, um, you have a final meeting with... Um, Radagast and he basically says look I really need you you've clearly demonstrated your worth um, if possible I would love you to keep an eye out around this around this entire area for what's happening um, there is some very very strange things I've I've heard rumors stemming out of uh, southern Mirkwood that I don't like and he summons you in eventually to his cottage and he sort of sits you down. It's the first time, Hathis, you've seen him looking fairly clear-eyed and not distracted um, mm-hmm. since you were in, since you originally handed over the brooch and things. So it's it's fascinating. Your The summons to his, to his um, cottage comes one evening just as the dust draws in. And it's actually a bushy-tailed red squirrel leaps from tree to tree, then lands on the roof of the hall that you're in, scurries along the supporting pillars before it drops down in front of you. 
it bows in the manner of a courtier and beckons the company to follow it. And you notice that it's got a gold chain around its neck. This isn't that unusual, Hathis you, and Monin. You've seen weird, incredibly intelligent animals here throughout the whole winter. But it, for you, Digmar, this is, you know, eyes, eyebrows raise up and it kind of takes you out of your uh, despondency for a brief moment. Following the squirrel brings you to a path of crushed white stones. You, Hathis, have you followed these before, but Sigmar, you've been here for a couple of days now. You've tried to follow them and didn't appear to go anywhere. But this time they wind through the wood, traveling alongside a sharp thorned brown hedge. It protects Brosquell from the wild woods beyond. And it brings you brings you to a small cottage in a little clearing. Uh, the lights of the cottage are warm and welcoming as, as the night draws in. And there's a horse eating grass contentedly in the field beside the house. The squirrel runs ahead of the company, climbs up the wall and rings a little bell by the door. Door swings open of its own accord. Come in, come in, says Radagast. So inside uh, the cottage is, and you've not been in his cottage before, but it's crammed with all sorts of stuff, the gifts of generations of grateful visitors and villagers, from painted earthenware to traveling gear to jars of herbs and spices. There are cages containing sick or wounded animals, casks of wine, moth-eaten blankets, framed wood carvings piled against one wall, a teetering pile of scrolls, a writing desk that overflows with parchments, letters and notes, and any number of birds hopping in and out of the window or roosting in the thatched roof. Inside, Radagast sits in a comfortable-looking chair, wearing a ratty brown robe. He looks exhausted and weather-beaten, but an energetic sparkle still animates his dark eyes. A simple supper of bread, cheese, jams and fruits is spread out on the table. There is enough for all of you. Radagas insists that you eat first before he moves into the reason he called you here. Um, he knows you all. Uh, he even seems to know you, Sigma. You don't know how. And he, he, he knew that you'd arrived two days ago, but you've not seen him before. He begins by explaining what he needs from you. So... News, well, rumour and wild stories has reached me of late. There is talk of orcs moving across Wilderland, of evil things stirring up, of disquiet and sorrow and all manner of unpleasant things. This news comes from all quarters, but mostly from the West. I was so concerned that I sent word south to the head of my order, Saruman the White, who is wise beyond all others. He said that the best thing to do would be to act quickly and quietly and with caution. My intent is to send you in search of the root of these stories. Your mission is to gather information and report back. Learn all you can, but do not reveal your presence to the enemy. I think the best, past, best place to start is Mountain Hall, the main settlement of the woods folk east, sorry, west of the Great River. Hartfast is head of the Council of Elders there. He's a good man, very sensible, and little happens in the Vale of Anduin that does not escape his notice. Ask him for news. So that's the, he looks very earnestly across all of you. Amalfried is there as well, but she's keeping quiet, sitting down. Um, and again, she's a bit in awe of this known wizard herself. Can we ask him for directions? I mean, I can see on our world anvil map where it is, but I don't see it on the player map within uh, within <clears throat> fantasy grounds. Yeah, you can, you can definitely ask you, and he will he can just, he will definitely describe that. It's beyond the Wolfswood. Yeah. That makes sense. So he wants us really just to observe, but speak to the people at Mountain Hall first, and then see what take our take our leave. Uh, sorry, take our next steps from then, or head down south anyway. So um, yeah, so his basic uh, preamble was 
root out the source of these rumors and stories coming from the West. So you would assume that he's been investigating um, the bandit leader to do with the talk. Oh, sorry, the uh, brooch. The brooch that you discovered, and just try and get to the bottom of things going over there. And his recommendation to you is to start at Mountain Hall. You can ask questions of him as well. Kind of what he, he may have more information, for example. So. Is it? Do we think it's just orcs, or are there other creatures we should be aware of that are? Increasing in numbers. So, as you know, many years ago, the necromancer was driven from Dolgaldur. He could be back when he rubs his chin when he's saying that and looking into the distance a bit. If it is him, then you must be very careful indeed. He's a foe beyond any of you, and beyond me too, for that matter. More likely, though, the withdrawal of the necromancer means that some evil thing, perhaps one of his servants, is trying to fill the void he left force the necromancer to leave but there are any number of orcs spirits and mean-spirited men in the lands around Dolgador who would obey a new overlord so you were looking for well i don't know something evil with luck it's just some bandit with less luck i don't know a new great goblin or something worse if i knew what it was i wouldn't be sending you would i heart fast how much does he know of this this slarty, we... slarty heart fast for those slarty heart. Does, can we speak openly with him about our mission to look for sort of roots of this threat or do we need to be covert even with heart fast I'd say the less people know about this the better absolutely can we tell heart fast that you have sent us about news do we say uh, Radagas has sent us to ask what news or do we just turn up as travellers and say what news well, the reason I'm saying sending you there is, well, most of the recent troubles that have plagued the land happened west of the Great River, not east. Um, mm-hmm. The hall is the only safe haven in that area uh, and east, east of the mountain for many, many miles. So uh, that would be a logical place to start. Um, Absolutely. At least you've got a, a, safe, a safe place to investigate that, that region. Okay. I don't bother. Have you got any more of that honey made? He's got big bushy eyebrows that narrows when you say that. Uh and then he smiles and yes, and his eyes light up and he goes over and you hear um, I'm pissing in a jug. <laughs> there we go, dwarf. Plenty more where that came from. You, you hear a pop of a cork oh, in no. the room at the back of his cottage. He comes in with a, a stone, a stoneware kind of bottle um, and some uh, stone or um, fairly crude cups which he pulls them into not stone sorry um wooden pottery cups Treed. pottery cups and he pulls them into um and it is sensationally good everyone really enjoys it it's got a sort of lavendry taste and it's just amazing stuff and uh it warms everyone's hearts just drinking it um it's very nice that's the stuff does this feel like a situation He's... where i should get out my my pipe and start hitting the hitting the bong as it were this is feel like a pipe smoking situation pipe hitting uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you can uh, you can you can get your pipe out that's fine i will uh, the one i won in that competition was a pipe smoking competition where i did the dragon or something so i should get my uh, my favorite pipe out and, and light a bowl obviously offer radagaster a fill as well he thanks you and uh 
he's got Pulls a bucket <laughs> with his drain pipe attached. He's got a, no, he's got a, he's got a drawer of like bits of string and acorns and all sorts of stuff behind him, and he like yeah, he's like scrabbling around in it. And then like pipes get put on the sideboard, and he picks a picks a suitable one. It's quite small, uh, uh, but with a very deep bowl, and then fills <laughs> fills it to the brim. <laughs> Emptying about a quarter of your tobacco pouch, and then fine. He's like eyes eyes cross a bit as he sucks in huge lungfuls of stuff. <laughs> Good man, and then breathes it out, and um, it looks very content. Cool. This is, doesn't happen every day. Is there anything else you need to? Yeah. Anything mm. else I can tell you before you get on? Have you got like a map we could borrow? He smiles like yellowish teeth ridden back at you and he like taps his head says ah all my maps are in here no maps no maps i need hey but could you do one for us could you make it fall out of your head through your arms through your fingers and onto that piece of parchment over there <laughs> he smiles at your humor and uh or lack of and um and then he says uh he's like, size and then he says like river but he doesn't draw it on the paint parchment he says i'm not wasting that on maps but uh river and then kind of gladden the Gladden River, and there he points that just just south of the wood you were telling me about with the bandits in. It's north of that <laughs> mountain hall. Can't can't miss it. You'll you'll can't see a road road going up there as if you walk along either down from the uh, old forest road south along the foothills of the mountains or, or from the river Gladden north. You'll, you'll cross the road into Mountain Hall. And Dolgaldur, that's like the only high place in the south. Is that right? Yeah, it's so uh, the Hill of Sorcery is watched by many eyes. Um, we don't, yeah, it is. It's the high, high, a high spot in Southern Mirkwood. Um, so we'll get, we'll get there. We'll see. There are other hills there. You will definitely see it. Don't do not go there though. I wouldn't advise that. He, yeah, he. We don't think he's returned there, or he will until he's secure in his power. I think whatever this enemy is, it's yet to build its full strength. So we must root out this weed and kill it before it takes root. So you want really confirmation that who, if there is, what's the power here, the, the dark power, and what where it's, where it's based? Yeah. So what 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 basically is this power behind this brooch? Why is it raising armies or trying to west of the river? Um. There's many unanswered questions. Those are the two most important ones. Right. Yeah, I think Mona's got what he needs. Yep. Okay, so you don't ask for any other help. All right. So what I need uh, you to do Eagles, is... eagles, eagles. <laughs> Speed dial. He, he, he looks and um, he says, well, there is many number of things I might work on you, could work on you. But I'm, and he's like weighing it up. I'm not sure if they will help or hinder you. So I put a spell of concealment on you. That would help you hide from orcs and men and beasts, but it would make it easier for um, other things to sense you. Mona's if I put like... a spell or two on you, then I'm writing, these are friends of Radagast mm. across your face in letters yeah. of sunlight that can be read by anyone with a wit to read them. Still, we leave it up to you if you prefer to risk a little magic in the hopes that whatever you find is just a dumb brute and not one of the necromancer's horrors, then then you shall have it. Uh, okay, what? Looking towards Hathus and manners of sorcery. Well... <laughs> because of my vast experience of sorcery, I think we would be better 
not being ensorcelled by Radagast if we encounter something. We've got more chance of talking, bluffing our way out of it than if we are. Yeah, how long does it last? Forever? So it, it depends. Forever. He's a, a number of things he could he could potentially do. What I'm going to need after your conversation is for you to make an audience check. So um, I think we should plan on not getting caught. So I, I'd be happy to have the mark if it helps us not get caught. And you're thinking no, Hathas. Yeah, because I think if you've got a mark like that on you, there's no way you can bluff your way out of it, is there? Whereas if you haven't, you've all the options are open. You, you're not marked as being one side or the other or one thing or another. Yeah, I suppose from one point, I don't know how easy it is to spot because they say you go to Mountain Hall here. And you say, you know, we're just passing ourselves off and don't want anybody to know us. Uh, but there's some servant of the enemy. You can sense those things. You can know where, where mm. we are. Um, uh, goodies, if think of a better word. Yep. But I do like the idea of not being hassled so much all the way up. Because imagine if we do get caught by orcs or, or even horrible beasties, they're not really going to care about our backstory. They're going to just want to enslave us or kill us. Mm-hmm. So, so um, you can make a decision after the roll. What I would suggest, so you make the roll Hathas as you're a woman um, and actually yes. know, know him well. Yep. Um, Did you say woman? Woodman. Woodman. Oh, sorry, okay. Cut. You've been drinking too much, Dwarf. <laughs> it's, it's the beer goggles. You've Snap noticed Hathas. Hathas has got uh, he's, he's man got boobs. A, <laughs> a flowing dress of... Uh, of a worsted wool now that uh, you hadn't seen before. So, um, okay, so you are favoured as a woodman, and he is a woodman, so uh, or lives with a woman. So, uh, good, you didn't ask what is our reward. That, that's that's positive in your part. Uh, so add two to that roll. Um, so give me a, what roll is it? Am I rolling? This is yes. It's a yes roll. Hang on a second. It is a traditions. Traditions, my strongest suit. I, I know you're pretty good at that, so this is why. And you so, get another plus two. So. Ah, seventeen. Wow, plus eleven. That's, that's, that's still good. That's okay. plus nine, plus two. Yeah, that's why I wanted the um, advantage. That would have really <laughs> kicked it on a bit. So he says, "Look, it's completely up to you around." around some sort of magical boon I may be able to offer. Um, I can't foresee all of the risks of receiving it. There will be some. Um, but what kind of things can I help you with? I guess we're going to travel straight to Mountain Hall. So it's getting there without getting lost, getting there without being seen or intercepted, um, and getting there quickly and promptly. Definitely going to need to stock up before we go. So he, he says I will offer you up to three boons. Is there anything we can do which calls the favour of the eagles in case things get really bad and we can get taken out? <clears throat> now we know that's possible. As I, alas, I cannot, I cannot offer that. I have no control over the eagles. He describes some of the things that could assist. So, for example, I could leave message on your route with animal friends, an eye on your progress, which will help you spot. Potential enemies uh, mm -hmm. all around you uh, potentially would help. Um, I could conceal you fairly well, 
which would make you very quiet and stealthy. I could bless your travel, at least ease it a little bit for hunting and finding patience for camping. Oh, and he, he dives into a chest at the back of the room, a big sort of wooden one. And he digs out a battered old leather pouch. Ah, a storm bag. I could give you a storm bag. They're really useful. Um, that sounds good. And then he goes, oh, hang on, hang on. And he like dives back into the kitchen and you hear some bottles <laughs> creaking and smashing together. And then cordial. I could give you a flask of, uh, a, a flask of cordial. That sounds fantastic. Uh, so what kind of... Have up to three. Up to you, though. I like the sound of the storm bag. What's it do? I have no idea, but it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> is there something we open and run away from, or is there something that we open and take the benefits oh, of? Oh, yes. It, only use it once, and you want to run if you open that. What kind of thing happens? Within minutes of opening that bag, a huge thunderstorm will appear. Dark clouds, high winds, trench rain or snow. Only works once, but if you really need to cause havoc and mayhem and get out of the way, that's the thing to do with. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and the cordial. Look at this. And he, he tips the bottle up and you can see it's glass, quite a thick glass bottle. And it's almost like a waxy thick liquid in it. It's or oily, not waxy, sorry. This liquor's been distilled from rare herbs. And he taps his nose when he says that. <laughs> it's Colombian Rare Martin, herbs that I picked up deep in the forest of Mirkwood. Remember, one sip at a time. It's... A pick, a very, very strong pick me up, but don't have more than one sip a day. Right, that sounds good. Yep. So I think the storm bag and the cordial sound good, and maybe the the animals along the way that will give us some kind of warning if other things are around. Aye, right, Sigmar, would, would that be acceptable? Yep. Okay, I will drag you those and uh, into the booms. <laughs> Storm bag. Oh, Genuine magic your item. barbecue. <laughs> ruin the village's barbecue. We're going to finish uh, the cordial before we go out of the village, bad. aren't we? <laughs> 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 pissed on cordial at the, at the bottom of the hill. Uh, so, Galleon promised that Thrandial would recompense you for all the efforts to protect RMA, who's very important to, to him. Um, and during the winter, an elven emissary arrives at Roscobel, spends some time with Radagast, but also drops off a pouch containing some white gemstones. So I think we're there. I think next morning we should just hit the road, Jack. Don't you look back. Okay, no problem. Um, Is everyone happy with no, that? I don't want to railroad anyone. I'm good. So once yeah. once he tells a conversation, he kind of dozes, <laughs> dozes off with a pipe and some mead inside him, a nice warmth of the fire, and the birds are quieting down overnight. With a big snore, he wakes himself up, and then he announces it's time to bed, and um, you sleep, he offers you sleep in some spare room in his cottage. Although the cottage looked tiny from the outside, it can only take, contain maybe one or two rooms at most, um, you find that there are four bedrooms, in addition to the one he disappears into, um, and you all sleep in, in a separate room. Um, you hear the door open and close while you're just settling down to sleep. By the time you wake up in the morning, he's not there. Uh, but you break your fast with what was left over from the meal the night before and set on your way. So which way are you heading to? 
But if we head fairly due west with a slight northern bent and then go up the River Gladden on the yep. north side, that sort of skirts the Wolfwood, but maybe the Wolfwood is safer now that we've single-handedly cleaned it out. <laughs> yeah, all down to us. Pretty much. It's a bit marshy, isn't it, around the where the was it the Anduin meets the Gladden? Yeah, it's pretty marshy there. Now, you don't know of a way to cross the river there without boats? Cross at Stonyford if you want. Stonyford is the close is the closest place you could cross the Andrew. Could do head west if we could. Yeah, we're pretty much heroes around that in this entire area. Well, you know, on that old guy again. Oh God, <laughs> we're, good, we're good friends now. Yeah, you have correspondence. <laughs> you write letters and everything. It's 120 miles approximately to Stonyford, and then about another 80. So in total, it's about 200 miles from uh, Roskabel all the way to Mountain Hall. Most of the journey is through what's known as borderlands, so it's it's not completely safe, but it's not too bad. On the east side of the river, it's fairly easy going. Mm-hmm. Um, on the west side of the river, as you get into the West Anduin Vales, it's more moderate going. It's, it's harder going, more bandit type things and stuff around that area as you head towards Mountain Hall. So we're going to do slightly different journey rules than the rules in the rule book. So it gives everyone something to do, basically. Um, yes. Uh, so, summary of the rules. You plan the route, uh, which you've now done, and assign your characters to your journey tasks. I will let you know what the peril rating of the journey is. And then you make some rolls to plan it based on that peril rating. Then determine the journey disposition between, like, it was a really easy journey, a really difficult journey. And then what what is different this time is the journey hazards. Uh, it was It was really, really ambiguous how they were handled previously it's really clear now the hazards are exhaustion and there are saves to avoid that journey events and corruption depending you're you're not going through like the middle of workwood so the corruption is highly unlikely and then i'll pick a point during the journey which where those hazards occur they may affect you so for example exhaustion affects your ability uh your saving throws those kind of things if you, if you get those if you get critical successes or failures while attempting anything, I kind of keep a, a note of those. They affect the final arrival role, and then you apply the results of that. So what this means now is you actually, rather than just being hathers that pretty much determine the success of every journey, you're each, you'll each contribute to that. And if there are any hazards on the journey, like journey events, you'll all have things to do during that as well. Okay, so let's see how this works. Um, you have got, you know what the route is, 200 200 mile route. Um, the peril rating is a DC 15 because you're going through border borderlands there. Um, you're not traveling in winter, so it's still do just a DC of 15. Now, actually, yeah, I'll say your first DC to get up to Stonyfoot is a DC 10. Uh, it's pretty straightforward. It's free lands you're traveling through. It's much more friendly. Um, so I'll split the journey in two. So what I would like is some preliminary planning roles, which is on page two of that document. So each makes a skill check depending on your assigned travel task. So there's a guide, which we need to make a wisdom, survival, or intelligence law. Scout, intelligence investigation, or deck stealth. Huntsman, wisdom, survival, or a lookout, and a lookout, wisdom, perception. So mm-hmm. I think you've got your roles, don't you? Yeah, so wisdom, survival would be that. And intelligence law would be... Well, oh, okay, yep, fairly high, whatever. So you just want us to make a preliminary planning role each... 
Yeah, preliminary planning role, each one of you. So okay, DC so. 10 originally for this. Oh, 23, nice. survive from Hathas. That's a, that's a plus one disposition oh. role adjustment. So everyone else, I'll, I'll do it for Amal Frida. What was that? She was a huntsman person, wasn't she? Yes. Huntsman. Moaning was lookout and Sigmar was the scout, I believe. So I roll perception. Yep. So unfortunately, Amal Frida didn't help. And Moaning balls it up, Moaning doesn't help. So we just need one from Sigmar. I can't remember so what it Sigmar's a scout, so he chooses so, investigation or stealth. Don't fuck it up. Oh, well, well done, that my man. God, that, it's the first critical role as well. I need to make a note of that. You do? Consider it not fucking yes. up. Oh, lovely. Two and two. That is two and two. Plus, they cancel out. Plus to zero. His, the plus zero to the journey disposition. So I will make an embarkation roll <laughs> with a D12 and consult the following table. I don't know. I haven't built this table in yet, so okay. Holy crap. You're all doomed. Oh, a poor no, point of shadow. Minus one in the rival roll. Oh my god. Disadvantage forever. Uh, let me. Uh, that's what I rolled. <laughs> which, which is oh, really good. We're fucking. Woohoo! So. Um, we're protected by plus two to the rolls on the journey events table. The arrival table. So initial test made to determine the initial outcome of the journey event should be made with advantage as well. So as good as you can get, basically 12 or more. That's on the events table. Yeah, so essentially what what you're doing is as you set out, so we'll we'll remember to add that when we get to that. There are three types of hazard on a journey, exhaustion, events and corruption. So for every 15 hexes travelled, a player hero must succeed in a con save versus the journey peril rating or suffer exhaustion. So peril rating is only DC 10. So this is definitely my my rules now. Your peril rating and your... Let me just see if it's... The first part of the journey was a 10, wasn't it? 120. So you're just after you leave Stonyford, you'll be making... And actually... No, I'll have you make one at Stonyford. Um because that's where most of your journey, the majority of your journey is. Um, so everyone give me a DC 10 con save. To see if you're tired. Oh, I'm getting a bit knackered. Sigmar's fagged completely. Moaning's out on his feet. <laughs> you had another three. You got eight three three. <laughs> what about Alfreda? Yeah, let me let me see if Alfreda can, can pull one out of the bag. Con. Was so three, three months sitting, uh, drinking me. We've all gone soft. We've all gone yeah, soft. Oh, me, oh, me feet. Ah, oh, they really get my legs ache. Oh, that's horrible. So, yeah, it's you're really rubbing. Let me just see. It is terrain crossed is easy. So, I think one of you, Monin, you succeeded, as does Hathus. Just yes. Plus one on the save. Um, what that means is um, you receive a level of exhaustion people that fail the person that failed now which is sigma <laughs> poor sigma's in the in the wars so um give me everyone give me a, another role for your characters and i you need to get plus eight basically which would boost sigma over the line <laughs> these are like so our... what am i rolling um so you're rolling a investigation or, or a stealth check whatever you prefer and i'll roll for survival for animal freedom Another critical thing. Oh. Sigmar's ding. name. Moaning. Moaning's there as three. well. We have ding. We have a winner. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> Abelfrida uh, 
didn't do so well. Um, <laughs> well she's not. Okay, that's two twenties. So, right, that's definitely needs making a note of. Sigmar is skipping through the daisies. He may be completely exhausted, but and down in the dumps, corrupted and, and down in the. But he's absolutely <laughs> nailing these. He's, um, he's loving walking to his plus, death. Plus six on that roll. So actually. The upshot is you all succeeded in the end. Yeah, okay. Whew. Got it. So none of you exhausted. We're getting there. I, I do want to go through this because I've, mm -hmm. the more we do it, the more easier it will become. So then the number of journey events is determined by the length of the journey. So I'll um, say it's one journey event for the 12 hexes that get to that Stop. area. You also, So this is where you get advantage from the animals that are following you as well. And we're plus two because we got the 12 on the um, journey disposition table, yeah? Yeah. Plus two to the rolls on the journey events table. And we've got advantage. Yeah. It's feeling bad so, already. You, there's one event. Give me an event roll, Monin, with a wisdom perception check. Good luck. 13 DC 10. That's fine. Um, that's with the advantage in plus two. No, no, yeah, that's so the gives... advantage plus two is for the journey event table, isn't it? Not for your wisdom check. This is just a normal wisdom check. Wisdom perception, isn't it? Okay, do you want me to roll that again, or do you want to just take the nine? That's 11. That's still a success. That's fine. Brilliant. So, you, so that you gives did, us you did... another plus two. Yeah, so that's now plus four. You are and a size company, four to five. That's zero. Plus four with advantage. Jim rolls a d12 and first to the following table, yeah? Ooh, interesting. Now I need to work out what exactly happened. Da, da, da. In the wilderness, in a fairly remote area, um, probably about 40 miles from anywhere. No, 40 miles from the, um, Stonyford, the ferry. Yeah, the ferry. You spend a night in what must be, because this, this tower that you're in, this wooden sort of platform, has been built inside an old ruin and there's a lot of ruins you kind of it was dusk when you got here but a lot of ruins around you and you're mm -hmm. inside here sheltering for the night however in the darkness you hear you sense um from the birds and animals that were kind of protecting you over the last uh, many miles that something was tracking you and as the night draws in and you begin to like make a camp you hear sounds of wolves honing in on your location so this is this a lookout post are we on up in the air or is this just a little or it is uh, it is kind of up in the air it's dark around you um up to you if you've got a fire lit okay um in which case i can show shine a little bit more light around there's a lot of ruins and old sort of ruined paths and stuff around you you came from like that direction that's mm -hmm. where so it looks like you're being tracked from that way by wolves and they're coming in that way from that way that's all you really know at the moment are we all asleep is someone on watch are we all awake because it's no you 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 are definitely aware of this and you're all it's early evening as in like probably about nine o'clock mm -hmm. uh, you're all aware of these howls coming from that direction so what i what i'll do is uh, roll initiative you can then kind of make a decision what to do but you you don't like the sound of these these do not sound it sounds like a pack. It doesn't sound like an isolated wolf. It's some weak-ass initiative there. Yeah, some top rolling, isn't there? We'll just wait and see. 
yeah, uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, let's just like wait. You are now in initiative order. Round one, uh, you hear some howls kind of moving towards the south southeast kind of direction. So we've raced off the ground, or is this just a, a ruin? So the ruin itself, the walls around it are about maybe six, eight feet high, but a lot of crumble to crumble down and fallen apart. The tower, the wooden tower, and you're actually not, um, I'm assuming only one would be up at its watchtower, obviously to guard things or to, to guard a camp, but most of you would be camping underneath it. Uh, oh, it's okay. literally just a wooden, wooden platform up, up, up in the air, so maybe pick a guard, but you'd probably only have one person up there right now. Um, so maybe just roll a dice or something for that. Um, and mo the rest of you will be camping just underneath it. Okay, combat tracker order. Third person, Amal Frida. Amal Frida. So she's on guard duty, the rest of us are down she's below. She's on guard duty, the rest of you are down below. Okay, so we'll do that from a... So she's... None of you have particularly good night vision anyway, apart from Monin. And it's really dark out there, so let me know if you want to try and see see anything moving out there, but at the moment, Hathus, it's your action. Hathus will move a little bit. He doesn't want to go to... Can't, oh, okay. Uh, 5, 10, 50. He'll move to something like here, and he'll start with it, and he'll draw his bow and arrow rather worriedly. Say, wolves! And start looking to the southwest rather nervously for wolves. And if, if he has any action left, if a wolf pops up, he will try and shoot it with his bow. Southeast, you mean? Or south southeast? Southeast, sorry. Yeah. yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. give me a... It's, you, it's a free action to draw your bow. Move is fine. So, yeah, just give me a as an action, make a perception check. Oh, oh, uh, oh. This is cool because... I've learned the rules for this now. Because I've got a wolf, uh, a dog, sorry, who helps me. It says, uh, when you make ability checks using one of your hounds trained skills, which wisdom perception is, you get advantage and count as proficient even in the skill, even if you are not. If you are proficient, you get double your proficiency bonus. So I will be, uh, my normal perception is plus five advantage. And then add what your proficiency bonus at your level would be. Plus three. two. Plus two. Plus two. Okay. And then so that. Wee. 27. <laughs> okay, so wow. where you are. Well, that's kind of with who and helping me in terms of there's wolves over there, boss. <laughs> oh, so, um, you can see these guys roll. So the rest of you role players, if you can't yet, because uh, I can't hide the map from only one person. So sneaking up oh. ar around some ruin ruins there, I'll just draw. You've got such a good roll, I just kind of draw it. A bit of a path around to that area. Oh, you wow. can see that kind of. You can see what the terrain's like a bit down that area. Some old paths and some stone stonework and ruins <clears> down there. Looks like maybe it may have been a graveyard or something, or maybe an old building. It's a bit hard to say down that down that way. But they, you can definitely see some wolves. You can yeah. see them. They're kind of creeping towards you, eyes glinting in the moonlight type thing. That that's what you spotted. Okay, so Hathas will whisper to his colleagues. Two wolves creeping up on us about 140, 150 yards away, 50 feet away, 140 feet away to the southeast. Um, all right, Sigma, you're next. It's me. So I've been told where the wolves are coming from. Roughly yeah, only the, I mean, don't the role plays if you kind of don't know exactly, but yeah, you yeah. see half as uh, that well, way. What I want to do is uh, sneak off to the side and uh, find some cover and hide myself there with my bow ready. 
ready to um, sneak attack one when I see it. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. So go, kind of head off east, that kind of direction. If uh, where have we been? As in, if if we've if we've come from the southeast, then I know what the terrain is. That yeah, you is came it? you came that way. And to be honest, you what you'd know is there is there are cliffs you'd need to climb up to the northwest of you because you got here when it was light. So that kind of way, there are some cliffs. All I want is a little bit of boulder to hide behind, or a bush, or something to the southeast. Okay, east. so there there were some bushes right around the edge, kind of in that direction, just right around the front of the, um, the location you're in. Okay, but the, that, there's you actually have a wall that's about four or five foot high. You can peer over it <clears> where you are right now. So up to you. Okay, well I'll do that then. I'll move to um, there if. Uh... If yeah. that's a place I can hide. Yeah, so you can hide there. Um, there's a kind of pillar that's uh, broken off, but it's uh, like a column that would have been in that corner. Uh, so you're, my, you're kind of crouched behind it looking. My action, I'll hold my action with a trigger of, if I see a wolf, I'll shoot it. I've also got okay. night vision. Yeah, you're not taking a really long, careful look. You just kind of crouch, peered over, reading your bow, looking out into the darkness. All right, no worries. No, um, so who wants to play Amalfrida? I prefer if one of you guys did than me, but up to you. Yeah, I, I have claimed her. So she's going to come forward and stand beside Hathis. Okay, and what, what do you see? What, what do you see? Oh no, she's much more taciturn, though, isn't she? What do you see? Completely different. Two, two wolves, 140 feet that way. I'll sort of point in the direction. Exactly 140 feet behind that bush over there. Oh, you can't see in the dark. Oh, you can't. That's the question. Do any of us know much about wolves? You've met so wolves, um, wild wolves. Who would probably know most about? We fought wolves on two occasions and a war. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking more. Do we know about their hunting tactics? I mean, they tend to come at you visible, whilst some others go behind you invisible. Do you know what I mean? They're sneaky. They are incredibly persistent. Wear you down. Track you for for days. Yeah, so you would estimate from the the warnings you got or the bird noise uh, and that kind of stuff that these have been tracking you for a good part of the day. So if you want to know if you want to know tactics more detailed, you need to succeed an animal handling check, like or a nature check to kind of know no, what it's not going which we're all on advantage because of our animal friending things. You are. In which okay, case, yeah, that was animal freed up. Next up, Monim. Okay, have we got a fire going? Up to you. If we do, he's going to start stoking it and putting a couple of brands on. Because I, I would have thought time... we would on the way to Stonyford, because on the this side of the Andrew and I think it, we would have thought it was safe enough to have a fire lit. Maybe after Stonyford and the other side of the Andrew, we might be a bit more cautious. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. what that's what he'll do. He'll stoke the fire up, put some brands on. Because remember, last time we fought them, they really didn't like fire. Cool. Nice. Don't like it up. And... Okay, next up is Hewan. He will just... Heckles are rising. He'll he'll slope his way to near Hathis and that's it. And he'll be looking around for wolves and he'll growl a bit. Just to himself. You hear, you see this wolf. It's kind of belly to the ground, creeping up. Slinking up. You can see it clearly though. Uh, It doesn't know you can see it. Mangy dog. Yeah, it looks pretty lean. Um, Hungry. And then you see the other one creep 
behind it. Definitely hear wolves. So give me, sorry, give me a perception check, Sigmar. So no, you can't see any movement. You can hear some growling maybe out there, but you cannot see anything at the moment. Next up, Hathus. So Hathus can see this wolf, yeah, because you can watch sneak up. See those, those two still, yeah. Yes, yeah. So can he, he's going to shout, go away, and he's going to fire his short bow at the wolf number one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Eight plus twelve. Oh, that landed on a twenty. The image did, or it did for me. Uh, sadly, it did. In reality, didn't match that. So yeah, <laughs> uh, that missed. So curses. And I will keep standing. You don't miss by miles. It kind of thumps into the ground just to the left of it, um, and you see that you see the wolf flinch and yeah, whine a bit. And I'll keep my eyes on it. Uh, and I'll say 100 feet, 100 feet, lads and lasses. Can anyone else see them? They're over there by that bush. You'll need to make an active perception tre- check to try and to try and look for them. Um, otherwise, it's just your passive perception against their stealth. So, Sigmar, um, you can hear some noises coming up probably southeast, east of you. Uh, can't see anything yet. Uh, yeah, well, I should do the same again. I'll hold action so that I can see one. Okay. Um, so uh, just to the rules with passive perception is your so your passive perception sigma is you know I think thirteen, which means if they get uh, if their stealth checks are less than a thirteen, you'll spot them just passively. You've got a much you've got a better chance of seeing them if you spend time looking, but that means you're not going to get attack like a, a ready action. It's a it's a full round action. It's a, sorry, it's an action to take an active perception check. Okay. Yeah, no, just I'm, I'm, you, can, you can track them after that, can't you? But you can track them if you spot them, but you would lose that round's worth of like a, an attack, a triggered attack. So just let you know the, the way the rules work. That's what Abelfrida's going to try and do. Now, she can't see, so I don't know if she's under disadvantage or not. So just give me a, a disadvantage, a perception check at disadvantage. Oh, what a shame. Mm. Yeah, you, you, you're struggling to see out there at all. You kind of look at her and go, I can't see anything out there. It's so dark. Um, but you you got your axe in your hand. You're kind of it's gripping it tightly. Okay, uh, next up is Monin. Okay, yep. Monin will still stoke the fire unless it's, that's done, in which case then he'll take his position on the line and look to see if he can see anything. Okay, give me a normal perception check, not at disadvantage. Are you going to move from that spot you're in, or are you going to do that from there? Yeah, I'll go there. Cool. You can go in front of me if you want. You can. Um, so that wall is quite low there. You can see over it. Um, so you're, you're, you're looking, you're looking resolutely that way. Don't don't see anything. So um, southeast, southeast, my boy. <laughs> okay. Next up, Huan. He will growl in a most majestic way, and that's it. Nice. Bloody hell, Huan! What did you have for lunch? <laughs> Steady on, boy. This thing creeps, is still creeping forward. Oh, 75 feet and creepy. Towards you. Um, Sigma, you spot through the darkness a Ooh. wolf creeping Feckers. through the darkness out. I'll just draw a. Wild Wolf 16? 
You see Wombolf 16 creeping through the creeping Bandits through the top. Triggers your um triggers your action to fire. I shoot to him. Yeah, give me sorry, first off, give me a stealth check to see if your hive was successful. Mm. And if it is, then you get an advantage. Yeah, That's you're absolutely perfectly hidden. So um roll that advantage. Advantage. Nice shooting wedge. Nice. Bang. And what was my? I, I I had a thing where roll the damage twice and choose one. Roll it twice and choose the one. Yeah, choose the highest. Fish shot. Well, I think I'll keep that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll play seventeen in total. To if I drag that first off, and then another seven. Nice. Which is nice. Very nice. So um, you hear this. Welchy, uh, that wasn't very good. I need to be louder than that. Uh, arrow. That was an arrow in flesh sound, followed by a bit of a bit of a growl, uh, a roar. Well, now that'd be whelping in pain. It wouldn't be expecting seventeen points of damage. That would be. <laughs> and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> The squirrels are cheering us on, guys. <laughs> right, that's enough silly, silly, uh, silly things. So, uh, while while we're four, it's coming up again. Sneaking belly to the floor, and then something else you can't see. Ah, I understand. You also can't see it's sneaking up that direction from that direction as well. Uh, you cannot see what it is. Hathus. Ooh. Hathus will. He's still got his bead on Wild Wolf 1. He's going to attempt to pepperize him using his short bow. Can nobody else see this wolf? Oh, sorry. Just before oh. you... That's oh, fine. Um, put me off. The, the... Shot to the left. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, before, uh, just before you shot, you hear, you hear almost like a commanding howl. Yeah, the front door go. <laughs> coming, coming from like southeast. And all the, the two wolves that you can see Look like they're ready to spring, basically. You're, and you, maybe it shocked you a bit, but your arrow goes wide based on oh, that. You put me off, you bastard. Sigmar, <laughs> you can still see that one uh, crouched on the ground there, arrow in its front chest shoulder area, looking in real pain. Did it not move after I shot it? No, it's not triggered uh, by it moving. It moved yeah. and triggered you. Yeah, it moved up. and triggered it when you got there, yeah. Uh, well, I'll shoot it again, just. Uh, uh... Make sure. Uh, so you do not get advantage this time because it knows you're there. We don't need advantage. Doesn't, doesn't really matter that. Yeah. Sustained far. They roll again. Ah, yay! So, so if you drag that one onto the, con- onto the combat tracker, either onto the combat tracker or onto the map, onto Wolf 16 on the map, it should apply it to both. That's oh, it. Nice. Drops it like a sack of spuds. Uh, the the arrow bumps into its chest, and there's a wheeze and gurgle as that thing just dies horribly uh, and slumps to the ground. Have I heard any more coming from other directions? What was that? A dramatic <laughs> note. Oh, oh okay. Uh, you can. It's <laughs> a bell. <laughs> you can hear some, but you can't hear them that. You can't like pinpoint where it's coming from. We know they're out there, but we don't know where. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering if I should go to somewhere else and spy out because that wasn't. We weren't expecting one to come from that direction. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, I, I, I'll, I'll just keep 
keep me out where I am, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no worries. I'm Alfreda. So you can't, you're peering into the gloom. Yeah, she's still seventy five half as far 70, as 75, 75 feet away. Over there, by that statue. Next to the... He'll, he'll, sorry, she'll look which direction and try and see if she can actually see anything. Okay, good luck. Yeah. Yeah, yep, see both. Okay, so you can see both of those now, Amalfrida. Oh, yeah, I've got them. Oh, right, okay, see them now. Moaning. Uh, well, he still doesn't know it either, so he has to try and have a look as well. Oh, for fuck's sake. You got the same role as last time, I think. Huon. Huon's going to tug on Moaning's trousers just with his jaw, so I pull him a bit and then get his attention and point with a paw in the direction of the wolves because Moaning's currently facing in the wrong direction. <laughs> well, the... <laughs> over there, bud. Okay. And that's it. He's not going anywhere at the moment. It's too risky. No problem. You can see um, these wolves were like hunkered down, ready to leap. And mm-hmm. Wolf One suddenly leaps and runs forward really, really quickly. Uh, let see how far they can move. Wow. Holy shit. So they, they come basically running straight up the steps to attack. Oh, shit. Immediately from the east, you can hear a wolf run up. And as it gets really close... It tries to bound straight into the, oh, jump over the wall, leaps and lands at the over the wall at the foot of the area where you're in, and then another mean-looking wolf follows up around the back here, and then suddenly upon you, Hathis. What do you oh, do? Oh shit! Almost semi-subconsciously, he'll take a step back because it's just oh shit. Uh, and he'll keep his bow out. He'll try and shoot the wolf, Wild Wolf 5. So i uh, just let you know at the moment they are in threat range of you. They're within five feet. Oh, piss. Okay, so that would be a bad idea. In which case, Hathis will not do that. He will drop his bow now on the floor and attempt to tonk Wild Wolf 4 using his staff, I guess. Okay. Or he could disengage, but then he doesn't do anything. Nope, he'll try and tonk Wild Wolf 4 with his staff, yeah? Oh, shit. A better, better name, that's better, okay. Wild yep. mangy, Mangy Wolf. Yeah, and I now need... 11... Oh, where is it? Hit! Dunk! Boink. Okay, nice. Ah! <laughs> Fuck! Wow, that was some damage. Yeah. Leave us alone, miserable creatures. Oh, oh. <laughs> full, full gamut of sounds. Sigma, so, a wolf so, just jumped over the wall next to you. You saw it run up. Um, almost too fast to react, but it's jumped over the wall. Who is who is toe to toe with who? Because basically, as my cunning action, I can disengage for free, basically, and then get a move and an attack. So I, you what are I'd like to do, you're basically engaged now. You're two and a half feet away. It's within five feet. So. So I'd like I'd like to use my cunning action to disengage from that, move next to um, Hathus. Okay, you can do and that. And then attack the wolf that he's engaged with, because then I would get a sneak attack. Bonus. Sneak attack, yeah. I'm, nice. I'm up for that. Will that work? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. So let, uh, so long as you can move that distance. So to move, if you can move around behind them, like, that way. So you want to end, I guess, end up there, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's too far, to be honest. Yeah, I think yeah, I Maybe think go it, next to the one in moment, yeah, moment. I'm just trying to not be the one, because I'm squishy one, I'm trying to not be the one that's going to get wolfed. But that's okay. If I have to move to there, then I'll move to there. Yeah, you could always move there next round if you live. So um. so then I will try and sneak attack the one that's in front of Moaning. That makes sense. Yeah, just like stab it with your sword or whatever, yeah. Sword, bye. Hey, yeah, I think that won't do. That's uh, close, close but no cigar. Let me let me edit some more. He's dead. I can get rid of that one. Edit some more names. And Frida. Well, she's going to go into battle fury. Yes. And then she's going to attack Wild Mangy Wolf with her axe. Cool. And I just do that. Well fed, Wolf Leader. Fourteen, eighteen hit. Good. Dunk. And then some damage. Ooh. Wow. Fromage. Let's have lots. Yeah. <laughs> Slashed out Doesn't with an axe. And Moen is going shot. to Moen. action surge, so he can get two smacks in on the thing in front of him. Which is wild, emaciated wolf. Yeah, so here he goes, foe, foe crusher. Good. Donk! Hit. Bang! And then attack Big bang two. Ah, Whoa, yeah, critical hit. Super dunk. Whoa. And then... <laughs> lights out for... Oh, no, double. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You, you drive in and you just, like, hit his, I don't know, shoulder bone, not pump, pierce through into his chest, unfortunately, despite a good, amazing shot. Huan, oh. what is he doing? He is going to risk it, and he's going to die, leap in next to his master and try and bite this wolf. Using his ballsy move from him, okay. It is a ballsy move from the ballsy wolf, so he well, is. I just move everyone into into whole squares. Isn't he it? is my plus OCD five. Is getting it. Yeah, he's plus five to hit because he gets my proficiency bonus on his attacks and damage. Oh, come on, dice, don't let me down now. Wow, six plus five. Oh, wow, missed. Oh, missed. Oh, I missed it. Missed him. Unfortunately. Okay, brave human dives in now. Now the. Repost. Emaciated Wolf is next up. <clears throat> that one. Okay. Odds, Monin, Evens, Sigma. It is Odds, Monin. Monin. Woo. Emaciated Wolf with Pack Tactics. Ah, oh, Pack Tactics. Oh, yes. <laughs> leaps in to bite you. You'll see when you see the number of dice it rolls in a minute. Oh, shit. <laughs> And misses you completely. Um, Mangy Wolf is the next up, and one, two, th so one, two, who and three, four, half us, five, six, six Amal Frida. It is. Oh, it's Hathus. Brave move, Wolf. You've uh, <laughs> awoke the dragon. Last, last fatal mistake. Yeah, uh, I know. My arm class isn't my best tactic. I'm a lover, not a fighter. You were hit. You rolled a four. Oh, uh, that hurts. I hope you haven't got rabies or herpes or scabies. And let's see what else happens. Oh, oh shit. Nothing else happens. Yeah, he your powers are strong. You, you ah. manage, to manage to keep your footing. However, kick, kick him in the noogies. There it is. The other wolf growls and leaps straight at you. Sigma. I shall haughtily ignore him. And misses you with a 
Oh, hang on. It's got pack tactics. And tactics. misses you. <laughs> and then... Oh, the the, boys. It works. Howl of a wolf behind and... No fair. Just clears the wall, lands next to you in that corner. He hasn't got a lot of space. So he's at minus two. But he's attacking you. Who's you? Me? Uh, yeah, sorry, Sigma, unfortunately. Um, with pack tactics. With pack tactics. And let me see what that does. With his well, that was impressive. With his, with his uh, impressive mouth. And then he claws at you with a claw. Oh, and that Oof. strikes home. Ow! Sigma gets raped. Raped. Raked. <laughs> oh, thank fuck for that. <laughs> Raked with a K. <laughs> Jesus. Disgusting pervert. And then uh, <laughs> and then Hathas is up. If... I've only explained those hit points, you hairy bastards. <laughs> <laughs> if if Huan can help me, do I have to does Hathas have to wait for Huan to help as his action? Yes. Uh, okay, he will probably do that. So he, he Hathis will hang on so that Huan help him create a diversion to give Huan an advantage to attack here. Yeah? Okay, so yeah, just put a ready action on. So That's next fine. Act, yeah, Sigma. Sigma, there's three wolves around you. I can yeah. see a judicial retreat coming on from Sigma. I'll attack emaciated wolf and then step back. Oh, nice head. Lovely. Yes, worked. So that's killed him. So now, nice, nice this, work. This pack tactics, John. Wild wolf, the mangy wolf, is no longer connected to his brethren. Does that matter, or is it a thing? Uh, no. So um, at the moment, he does not have advanced pack, pack tactics. tactics. Yeah, it's only when Good. you're adjacent to a, uh, an ally. Fantastic. Sorry, John. Uh, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to. I'm saying to Monin. Sorry, Monin. Uh, you're tougher than I am, and I'm actually moving further than that. I'm moving Bye. to there. Absolutely bricking it and disappearing around there. Okay. Yeah. You're going to go around the back, everyone. Sneak in beside the uh, beside you, and okay. Amal Frida. Right, Amal Frida is going to do a reckless attack on Wild Mangy Wolf. <sighs> okay. So apply the reckless attack. At, oh, it's nice. Advantage and disadvantage. Oh, good job! You did. Lucky you did that. It's good. Ow. Oh God, some damage. Do some real damage. Come on, you can do it. Okay. So what does the Wild Wolf... do? It gives you advantage to hit, but they get advantage to hit you as well. But, yeah, but what? Okay, so right. So they were getting advantage that. anyway, and they're pack tactics. So I thought, well, was it better? Yeah, it doesn't make much difference. So moaning, you're up. Uh, a couple of there's a wolf right next to you, looking very badly injured. Um, and but the leader and the other wolf next to him are not injured at all. Yeah, Monin's going to smack the one in front of, uh, well, one attacking Hathis. Oh, oh I'm missing. No, you're not. Useless. Right, Huan is going to is going to do a distraction to create an opening for Hathis to get a super attack in on this wolf in front of me. However, that works. So he's Huan's going to help me. So it's your attack. So attack as. Athos, and just give yourself advantage. Oh, cool. So this is going to be... Huan is like yeah. distracting the wolf, snapping his legs, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So. 10 and 14. Yeah, boink! Yeah. And, then, and then... 8 oh, damage. Oh, my God. 
Hammer Slayer off. again. If, if I've got the extra moving points, can I just kick the corpse down the steps in a in a sort of a dismissive way as well? If not, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, about it. you 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 kick it hard and it just lays there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Let's go get them, okay. boys. Next up is uh, Wild Wolf at the top. Growls, jumps to you, moaning, and doesn't attack both of you. Stupidly attacks without pack tactics. Misses, misses you, moaning. But the other one on you in a flash. Oh. Right. Attacks, moaning. Bites at you, moaning. <laughs> that misses. And then slashes out with a claw. What? Oh, oh and that hits. Ow. That rakes across your armor. Rakes across your mm-hmm. armor. Oh, yeah, big bastard. Uh, Hathers has gone already. Yeah. Um, so, Sigma. Was that not Hathers' held, actually? Actually, Hathers held until Hewen. So, yeah, it is Hathers. Oh, you're right. It is Hathers. Sorry. God, short change to what? So, Hathers will move to next to Moaning on that side and will attempt to smack Wild Wolf. And he'll say, I hope your shield's this side. And then he'll attack. Ah, oh, damn. Have us politely prods at it with his staff. Yeah. Sigma. Is this There's one a alive? Wolf. There's a small wolf next to me. You might be able to attack that. No! He's on our side. Rowling nastily. Kieran pisses on your leg. And I move to there and uh, attempt to stabify the. Uh... Well-fed wolf leader. So again, you've got a uh, sneak attack, yeah? Sneak attack yeah. hit, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, oh bloody hell. That's some <laughs> damage. Sigmar is absolutely lethal, though. It's in close combat. It's just he's a bit squishy. Amal Frida. Yeah. Yeah, she's still recklessly attacking the... Oh, who's she going to go for this time, actually? Have to be the well-fed leader. If you're recklessly attacking, you uh, that hits anyway. Just roll again, just in case you get a critical. Well, not yeah. quite, but you still hit. Right, normal damage. Damage. Boink. It's growling in a very nasty way. Moaning. Yeah, he's going for the leader as well. <laughs> yeah, that hit. Uh, oh. Not feeling happy, Huan. Uh, who is going to s- slope behind you guys because it's looking a bit fat scary out there. Okay. He's not completely crazy. He's still on the adrenaline high from risking his life just now. That's him All done. Right, next up is the wolf. Uh... Is he a chihuahua? Sorry? Is he a chihuahua? No, he's not. Sorry, but he's not, he's not a bloody wolf. He might be a wolf. Odds no, moaning but... evens hathers. He's a dog, but he could be, you know, he could be a Yorkie. He's not a Yorkie. <laughs> it's, he's attacking Hathus. Can I use oh, my shit. reaction to apply disadvantage? Yes! With a shield. Uh, okay, so he attacks you at disadvantage. He doesn't get pack tactics because he's not attacking Moaning. He is really stupid, actually, that wolf is. <laughs> Armor class is 13. Disadvantage to hit. He attacks you. And that misses. Ah! Thank you, Moaning. Well, well-fed wolf leaders looking around and... Uh, Your turn, we doggy. Clockwise from Amal Frida. Uh, he's attacking Amal Frida this time. 
bitches moaning. I don't think it's spotted you, Sigma. <laughs> Attacking Amalfrida, uh, I think it gets advantage to hit Amalfrida, unfortunately. Yeah, yep. she did reckless thingies. Uh, that hits. She's got damage resistance, though. Ow! Ha. It's a flesh wound. And. Oh. Unfortunately. Rotting. You prone. Knocks you over. Prone. Knocks you over. And then gets attacked by a claw. Can't get double advantage, but you would have done otherwise. You get clawed. That really hurts. No, it doesn't. That misses you. Yay. He's got good AC now. And it's savages you. It's got its like teeth into your leg and it's savaging you. Hathas, what are you up to? What am I up to? I am going to keep smacking away at this wolf in a slightly frantic manner. Yep, that's a hit. Nice. Boink. First time it's been damaged. A little little peck on the cheek there. Just get my gun in the locker. Uh, uh, Yeah, steady steps. He did 19 points of damage in the locker last time, so big locker. It's well hit. Nice. Boink. Oh, nice. Ouch. Really, really looking looking injured. And I'm going to use my cunning action to disengage and then move uh, to. Wales. <laughs> there. <laughs> Buggering off. Okay. Brave, brave, brave Cece. This is my right. What is Amalfrida's prone? She can get up as a half move action, so it's half her movement. I think it's 15 feet. Per. Yep, which I think she'll do. Okay, I'll remove the prony in this. Uh, there you go. And then she'll have to apply a reckless attack again. Oh, yeah, that's on this time. And then she'll yep. try and attack with the axe again. Dribbling. Not dribbling. So she should be frothing at the mouth more than anything. Frothing at the mouth, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, nice shot. Yes. <laughs> Monin. And Monin's going to try and hit it as well. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Flurry of blows. Nicely done. Nice teamwork there. Probably all the stabs Moaning in the back. Moaning moving, or is he staying there? Uh, Moaning, yeah, we will move around to make some room. Though, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. If I move, uh, do I get an attack of opportunity? Don't take that, don't take that shield away. I don't know if you leave its reach, I think. Don't yeah, take that don't shield away. I quite like that shield there. Actually, yeah. As soon as you start to do that, and, 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 and sees the like shocked expression on Hathos, he goes, oh. you see, "Sorry, brother Hathos." Get your ass back here, man. Unfinished business. But he stays. Who am? Who are emboldened by the part? The, the numbers changing significantly in their in their favour will move so he can attack the wolf. So if he moves next to Hathos, can he then attack the there? Yep. Come up. Okay, and then he will boldly try and. Oh, I can't target him because I'm not the wolf. He'll boldly. Dive in and try and attack it. I'm pissed, missed again. <laughs> after, after that, damn it. Hey. Okay, next up is the wolf. So the wolf <laughs> looks at looks at his dead lead pack leader, yelps and like disengages. He's like lunges forwards and that like, you step back a bit and then disengages back and makes a leap over the edge of the into the darkness Ooh. over the edge, disappears. Running fast towards the set, about right, fifty feet. Did they get a tax opportunity? No, he disengaged. No, he disengaged. So he's just done a runner over the back. Athos. 
he's just going to... We lost cl- sight of him, but yeah, yeah he's, he's it that way. He's going to collapse on his haunches and say, I think we've driven it off. Uh, he's not going to... He's not going to be crazy enough to chase after it. Yeah, you've got to sense he's a wild animal, not anything else. So if you're not chasing, we can kind of end the combat. Just let me know if you want to start chasing. or anything. Not chasing. Okay, chasing. Okay, I'll, I'll end that. And that's where we'll leave this episode. Glad to be back. Glad to be playing Adventures in Middle-Earth again. Glad John's back. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for listening. Thanks very much for subscribing and following. And on that note, let's just thank the subscribers at the moment. I've done this on the Rollmaster one we do, but... Stuart Miller, he's the GM for our Rollmaster and also plays Emma Frieda. And a few others, Sam Y7RPG, Capt Moores, Ed Deathlock, David Spake, Farseer22, Cygame00, Shane Herbert, Tessa and John Kopinski, Kopinski, sorry guys, I'm slaughtering your names by the way, Richard Ruyard, Aspire to Hope, Southsides Kane, Adrian L, LT Tibbles86, Mark Mitchell, Mitchell Heilerman, Tyler Langley, Dominic Pudre, Christopher House, and Martin Linvis. They're the subscribers on YouTube. We've got some on Podbean. Jay Gatsby, Battled77, Naiz, ZZZ Jack, or ZZZ Jack, Harmon RN, Jober2185, Jodstar Crew. And also for those of you who leave comments, and those people would be on another piece of paper here. Shane Herbert, first ever to leave one. Farseer22, Some Bloke, David Spake, Fred Daniel, and our latest person who's left a comment, James England. Guys, thanks very much for doing that kind of thing. Never bothered too much about this kind of following, subscribing business, but it actually does improve visibility. So there's people like you who like this kind of thing. It makes it much easier for them to find it. Anyway, look, stay safe. Cheers. Catch you next time. Bye-bye.